taboo scenario, an OnlyFans girl made $100,000. Do they need an escort? You have to follow the rules if you want to play the game. And tax strategy, tax saving, it's all a game. And so you have to make sure you're following the rules. Oh my God, we are going to get screwed in taxes. What's going on guys and welcome to the channel. If you're here, you're probably looking for tax strategies, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. I am Kristen and I am your host and Marit is a CPA and my personal CPA and is my co-host. So for me, I know we started, I started my business back in 2016, my nutrition and training business, and it was literally an idea and a hobby that took a couple of years, like anything else, any side hustle. And it took a couple of years, so 2016, I started as more of a sole prop. And then probably 2019, I created an LLC. I had an LLC created. And then in 2020, we killed it. And Chris and I, Chris is my husband, for those of you that don't know, we sat down and we do our homework. Guys, you're here because you're here to do your homework and stay on top of your tax strategies. So if you're not doing so already, click the subscribe button. Me and Chris sat down at the end of 2020 and said, oh my God, we are going to get screwed in taxes. I am going to write a check to Uncle Sam that makes me sweat. <laughs> And I'm not comfortable with this. What can I do? So we did our homework and we studied. I hired an attorney. There's that attorney. Um, we discussed everything that I had, all of my options. And then in 2020, we actually filed the S-Corp election at the end of the year. I waited until mid-November when I finally realized, like, we are going to get screwed. So it was literally the end of the year, but because... I already had the LLC in place. It saved my butt. It was amazing. So the the S Corp, let's get into that a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. The S Corp yeah. is, I think it's my favorite because it saved me so much money. But <laughs> I know it freaks people out too because <laughs> when you start to get into a more profitable business, now you're hiring attorneys, you have, you, you really should have a CPA at this point. People get nervous about spending more money, but the tax savings, man, the tax savings, that's what does it for me. I love this. I love the S Corp. And I have to admit, I have to tell you, it's kind of embarrassing, but I used to be a little bit anti S Corp. And as you just said, you need to have an, you should, probably should be having legal help at that point. You should be having a CPA. Now I realize that's why, because the S Corp, it takes, a little more work on the taxpayer's part. It takes more of an investment to keep, there are a lot more rules if you wanna do the S Corp. And I would have all these people come and they weren't doing any of it. And I was like, this is awful. Like you're trying to do this tax strategy, but you don't wanna do any of the work behind it. And it's high liability, right? Like you have to follow the rules if you wanna play the game and tax strategy, tax saving, it's all a game. And so you have to make sure you're following the rules. And that's where the S Corp comes into play to absolutely save you. And what you were saying when you said that you um, had done the biz 
you would realize in November that you were screwed, but you had had the LLC all year, so you were good. That was why I said, you know, if you have the LLC, if you can project that you might make a lot of money and you just put it in place, you can go back and you can do a late S election to the beginning of the year. And then you can take all that money and save in taxes for the full year to have to have the LLC in place. So we have an LLC, right? So we're talking about making an S election. When do you know? Like, I know I freaked out and it was November. I probably would have been less than freak out mode had I realized it sooner. But is there a dollar amount that you should see on paper where you're like, oh, let's do this now. We're ready. Let's dive into the S Corp. Yes. And the most important thing is knowing what your dollar amount is on paper. It goes back to what you've said in the past about doing your books and tracking your expenses and your deductions. How do you know that you're going to sit? If you go and you do your taxes and all of a sudden you have made all this money and you didn't know it because you weren't tracking it, that becomes a problem and it gets messy to do the S election. But I actually would say if it's your first year and it's kind of crept up on you, like it crept up on you and all of a sudden in November, you were like, holy cow, we're going to get screwed. That's actually a really great time because November still gives you time to run the payroll and do all of the things that you need to do. And you can still make the late S election. But I would say the dollar amount, the standard amount that most of the tax practitioners go by is around $40,000 in net income. So this is your gross income, what you made. You take out all of your expenses, everything you can find, and eventually you don't have any more. When you start looking at $40,000, $50,000, that's definitely when you want to consider making the S election and when having the LLC in place will save you. Um, I have another question, actually, and I don't know the answer to this. Can you go right into an S Corp? Like you have this business that you are this is going to be crazy viable. Can you just get an S Corp without having an LLC to start? Yes, I actually have a client. Um, just the other day, we were talking to him about, we had a phone call with an attorney. He's going to be setting up another LLC for himself. And we are instantly going to be doing the paperwork, the legal documents to support an S election. He's going to, the attorney is going to provide him with all of the extra articles of incorporation and things that he needs. It's still an LLC though. He's creating an LLC, but the attorney is going to give him the extra documentation to support it being an S Corp because an S Corp is this little hybrid where you can be registered with your state as an LLC or a corporation. And either way, then you elect S Corp status with the IRS. So, and then the IRS says, okay, well, you can be an LLC, but you need to follow these corporation rules. And some of these taxation things, it'll be like a corporation, but some will be like an LLC. So you kind of have to do both sides of the coin. You have to do a little corporate things like keep your meeting minutes and you need to have your shareholders. And the way you take um, reimbursements from the company is different if you allow them to use your car, your personal car. It's different than if it was just an LLC, a sole prop or whatever. So you got this hybrid. And when it comes to the legal documentation, you want to make sure that you're following those corporate rules that the IRS expects you to follow if you're going to be taking S Corp status. But it's actually the easiest, best case scenario if right from the jump, you can elect the S Corp status with the IRS because then you don't have to file 
there's kind of paperwork when you do it late, like in November, you have to file extra paperwork and then they have to approve you. Whereas if from the very beginning, you just go in and you file your paperwork within the first three months of the year, you can definitely start going directly using the S Corp election and do it if you think that you're going to be making a lot of money. So you have to do some extra things. Um, so you have to do, you have to keep your corporate books, you said. So that's one thing that's extra. Do you have to do that with an LLC as well? It depends on your state. They Different states have different requirements on how they want you to maintain the LLC. So I would say you would want to look with, and that's just another reason why doing it yourself can get dangerous. That's why you want to, if you, you go through an attorney, they are well-educated on a state-by-state -state basis, and they can tell you the things that your state expects you to do to keep your business registered with them. When you file your tax return, is it done differently than an LLC versus, of course, the S-Corp? Yes, because an LLC doesn't have a tax return. The tax return is, is it just you? doesn't matter if you have an LLC. If it's just you and you have an elected S Corp, you're going to file a Schedule C. If it's me and you and we haven't elected an S Corp, but we're an LLC, we're a partnership. It's two people. You're going to file a partnership tax return. So taking the LLC out of it, they kind of do it by number of people. If it's one person, it's a Schedule C, you're a sole prop. If it's two or more, you're a partnership. You can have 50 and you're a partnership until you either elect to be taxed as a corporation, you file a corporate return, or elect to be taxed as an S-corp, and then you file an S-corp return. So the LLC is really, the IRS doesn't care if your business has one or not in terms of actual tax filing until you elect S-corp status. And then that means you have a you now have a business tax return to file separately from your personal. Yeah, yes. And the partnership return is a separate business tax return too. But that I think right. I always look at it. I could be totally wrong. This is just me kind of, I've always speculated that the IRS is kind of like, the S Corp is a thing and it saves people money and they know that it saves people money. So they're going to make it, they're going to give you more hoops to jump through to get there, right? And a lot of people are, tr mm -hmm. they just kind of try to get around the hoops. They don't want to do it. And then it's an audit risk and that's up to you, but you can do it and you can save a lot of money and it's totally worth it. But you have to kind of be willing to put in that extra work. Otherwise you're stepping into a little landmine and you don't know if it's going to explode or not, but that's kind of how taxes are. And so I'm so happy that we get to share this with our subscribers because we want to save you guys from the landmines. They're everywhere. In tax land, they're everywhere. It's like a treacherous world in tax land. But if you know some of these things and you educate yourself, then you will be so much better off. And it's worth it in terms of savings. Hand over fist worth it. It's worth it to educate yourself because you might get a tax preparer who says that they can file you an S-Corp return and then they do it wrong. I can't tell you, and it can be a CPA. Sorry, I love my CPAs out there. I can't tell you how many clients have come to me with old returns filed by CPAs. And not only are they awful, they have done their client no favors in terms of tax savings, even with an S-Corp. You have to find someone who's proficient, who can not only file it correctly, but who can help guide you on the things that you need to do, and who's going to be active with you to make sure that you're saving money because, you know, no one, people, tax preparers are not going to do that. A lot of them just want to get you in. They want to get you out. So it's up to you to kind of know the questions to ask. And 
be a dangerous client where you're coming to them with ideas and questions and they can answer them and they want to help you and they want you to grow. So I have a taboo scenario. An OnlyFans girl, we know that there's tons of them out there, has $100,000, made $100,000. Do they, could they, and do they need an escort? Okay, so, so I'm going to hope that they had an LLC from the beginning of the year if they're looking at $100,000 in net income, because if they don't, they're going to be paying so, so roughly $15,000 in self-employment tax, as well as regular federal tax on that 100K. Um, if they did have an LLC in place, then we can do a retroactive S election, and we can cut the SE tax to even if we did $40,000 in wages, then they would only pay the self-employment tax of like $6,000. So that's a really big tax savings. And then the rest will just flow through Huge. with federal tax, no SE tax. So yeah, that's where an S corp would real, I mean, save you for sure. So you got to have that LLC in place. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, like I said earlier, get nervous about, you know, and now I got to hire an attorney and all these all these things i have to hire a cpa and all this cost money but in the long run to spend a couple thousand dollars between an attorney and a cpa to make sure that you're covered you're still you're going to save all that money on taxes later that's amazing so you you're still ending up on top so making that investment in your financial future is so beneficial yeah and wouldn't you want to i always tell my clients the money's going to go out the door either way. So wouldn't you want to spend it on an attorney and a CPA and a million other things that benefit you in your life and that are just going to help you level up rather than just write a check to the government and pay it in taxes? I mean, that's just how it is. Because I have also had clients that are kind of, they don't love my prices. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Then you're still going to be paying it. I'm going to save you the taxes. You're going to pay me and then have some extra, or you're going to pay me. And then you're going to put some in your retirement or you're going to pay the government. I mean, to me, I feel like it's a really easy, you know, decision, but sometimes you have to lay it out for people like that because they just, they hear the word CPA, they hear the word attorney, and they're just like, that's too much money. That's too expensive, but they don't realize the money that could be saved and it's going to benefit them. It's just like, the better choice always. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that girl making $100,000, if she did not set up an LLC early in the year and she just started her OnlyFans account and started making money, does not have the LLC now, can she now at the end of the year get an escort? She cannot. She has to have an active LLC. You cannot file an S corp. If you don't at least have an LLC or a corporation, you need to have a business entity registered with your secretary of state. And to make the S corp election, you either have to have a corporation or an LLC. So she's late. She's made a hundred thousand dollars. This is where, especially for OnlyFans and content creators, my clients in that area, a lot of them really pay for tax advisory services all year round for this exact reason, because you have to be proactive when you're in that industry and you are making a lot of money in a short amount of time. You really want to be proactive and not wait until the end of the year because she's screwed without an LLC. The money is going out the door in taxes. We can try to find other deductions and other do other strategies to mitigate, mitigate. but you know we can put away in her retirement. We can do some things like that. 
she doesn't need an LLC to have a solo 401k. So, you know, there's strategies there that we can do, but in terms of just saving on the self-employment tax, that money has to be paid regardless. And so, yeah, it's, it's not great. And tax advisory right there is just, it's going to save you proactive. You've got to be proactive in order to save them the money on taxes. And like these girls, they, you know, they're making this money and they're spending this money as quick as they're making it. And then at the end of the year, when it's like, okay, well, you made $100,000 because that's what we're using it for easy numbers. You have this $100,000, you have this $15,000 tax. It doesn't matter that you traveled the world and got into all these things and bought all these things. It doesn't help you. <laughs> and you're still going to end up paying Uncle Sam $15,300. It doesn't go anywhere. So at the end of the year, if you weren't saving all that money, you're going to have a really hard time paying those taxes to Uncle Sam. Well, that's why you, you know, and I actually have seen this a fair amount with my content creators and, you know, professional athletes where they make a lot of money in a really short amount of time. If you don't have a tax advisor that is telling you, okay, you need to save money for management fees, make sure your management is paid. We need to have a separate bank account for your payroll. You need to be making your estimated taxes. They are not thinking about any of this. They are out there hustling, making a lot of money, doing mm -hmm. what they do. And then, yeah, they all of a sudden are hit with everything and they've you know done all of the fun things throughout the year, but now reality kind of sets in. And it's just better to have someone who they can check in with throughout the year. They can have their tax advisor, they can have their financial advisor, they can have their lawyer, their little team to just help guide them so that they're, they are putting money in the various buckets that they need to, to set themselves up for future success and also still live a wonderful life because you can do both, especially if you're chunking it out over the year and you're saying, okay, let's put a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit here. Now go to Costa Rica and we'll see you when you come back. Okay, you're, you know, and then they can still have fun, live their life, buy their fancy things, live a wonderful life. And then at the end of the year, they've got it put away because they have the people in place to help guide them. You need that. A lot of yeah. people need that. Lots of small business owners need it. It's just, it's hard to juggle and no one wants to yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. So you made a good point with the strategies. So if you're here, make sure you're subscribing to the channel for more tax strategies and we will see you guys next time.